it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator. Welcome. I am still on a high from the 4th of July weekend. And I know Monday we talked about Happy 4th and all that stuff. But can we just kind of linger on some things? I'm in a mood to linger. Sure, let's do that. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. So... One of the things that I noticed as we were like just running around everywhere, people invited us, so we wanted to make sure to hang out and then go hang out somewhere else. I said, Corey, we are an adult couple and we're kidless. Not that we don't have kids, but we don't have itty bitty kids. And there's a freedom in that, speaking of freedom. Yeah, just to get up and go and to not have to worry about the report where are you going? How long right. are you going to be there? When time are you coming back? None of that stuff. It's just uh, me and you. Yeah. And I don't know why, but it was the first time that it really hit me. Mm. You know, and then it got me thinking. I mean, we watched the fireworks and it was a different experience for us because we were driving from the mountains. Yeah. And so on the way down, you can imagine the view that we had of the different cities surrounding us in the Inland Empire. And we just started the Genco does the IE. Right. And to do it that way where you just saw everything laid out and you just saw fireworks everywhere. Everywhere. And I'm not bashing anyone. So don't take this as a bash, but there is no way I could live in the IE and pay to go see fireworks. That's insane. The amount of fireworks that were going on over here was just Yep. On a whole nother level. It was yeah. like a grand finale for two or three hours straight. Exactly. And then we had our own music playing. Yes. The sun was setting. And I have to say that there was an overwhelming feeling of happiness, um, pride in our country. And just I'm thinking of all the people that were able to light the illegal fireworks up because that's what <laughs> we saw. So most of our cities are zoned for fireworks, but not the ones that shoot up in the air like you would at a you would see at a, a professional ball game or anything. Right, right. No, right. but we seen the real deal over here. It was like it was a real deal. Yeah, and we knew that this year was going to be extremely celebratory because of everything that our country, the world, has gone through. Yeah, and what I loved, guys. And I'm going to give mad props to our city, Fontana, Mm -hmm. because we were driving around and they were going off everywhere and we saw police just chilling. Yeah. Right. Getting their fast food. They weren't trying to track people down and fine everyone for illegal fireworks. It's like they knew our city needs this. And if you're not burning up the city or burning down (laughs) houses or having some violent act going on, then they weren't they weren't. Like pressing you for too much of anything. Yeah. So one of the questions that we're going to ask ourselves today is, are humans wired to be hopeful? Are we naturally processing things in a positive manner? Or are we naturally negative people? I will say this for myself, being extremely positive, I think it annoys people. It's almost like you're way too positive. I do believe in being realistic. That's for sure. But I believe in a positive outlook. So I want to talk about what that looks like for most people Mm. and just kind of share our thoughts again. We didn't do research. We didn't get numbers for everybody. This is just life experience and our stories in our world and how that looks. Yeah. 
Does that sound like a plan? Absolutely. I'm all in. Every day. Elevate. Every day. We are back and we're talking about the level of optimism, optimism, the level of positivity, and then the level of negativity that people are naturally beginning to feel and we are seeing and just where you stand in this whole thing. And Jen just explained to us that she is a naturally positive person, which is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. And I paused there for a second because I just really wanted to take that in. I'm not so positive. I'm not a negative. <laughs> I'm not a negative person, but I'm just not that positive because I, I typically live in a more realistic state of mind. With that being said, them I, are fighting words. I know because it's because in just what you said, are are you saying then that to be positive is not to be in a realistic state of mind? Sometimes, yes. Okay, um, not all the time, but sometimes you know you have to put yourself in that. Right fairy tale world in order to survive the present danger at hand. I lived there for a couple of months myself during the pandemic because it just, I couldn't swallow the pill that this is what we're going through and why were we going through it? And so instead of dealing with the reality of what was going on, I just decided, you know what, let's be somewhere else right now. Let, let's make this a much better place than what it really is. So, yeah. Mm. I see what you're saying. I, I get that. But during the pandemic, here's what I learned. And I learned this through you, actually. Because mm -hmm. at the beginning of the podcast, right, like season episode one, two, three, those episodes, mm -hmm. you really challenged uh, our listeners and ourselves to look at history and learn from there, mm -hmm. right? Do your research. And I just thought, here we are in 2020, and humans have survived thus far. Mm -hmm. And I think of my ancestors and I think of what the country of the Philippines went through with Spanish invaders and they're still here. Right. They've survived. And I just thought we're going to survive this. I don't know how, I don't know what's to happen. I don't know who's going to be affected in my family, but that's why I say, I think people have a natural wiring to be hopeful, whether it be to cope, whether it be because, you know, like for example, I didn't marry you and think, oh, man, we're going to get divorced in 10 years. <laughs> like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. Oh, man, my kids are bad, and that means they're just going to be bad for the rest of our lives. No. Right, right. The hope is positivity says we're going to make it. Right. Right? My kids are going to make it. They're right. going to be responsible adults. They're going to have all the loves that they need. They're going to experience good things in life. Yeah, and I agree 100%. On the flip side of that, this is where I come in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to ask the obvious questions for me. And sometimes my obvious questions aren't that obvious to everyone else. So I know and I admit that I rep recognize there are diabolical people on this planet. Right. Otherwise, we wouldn't be putting together viruses and diseases that attack humans. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. And so with that in mind, the obvious question is, why are they doing that? Mm -hmm. So that's why it leads me down that realistic path. And then I begin to be not so optimistic because if you're actually creating something like that, then what is the fate or the hope of the world knowing that there are people running around creating these type of things? Right. 
Right. So there is the reality that, yes, there are diabolic groups of people, people in the world that mean nothing but harm, evil, right? Bad intent. Yeah. The way I look at it is that there's more good that outweighs that. And (laughs) call it wishful thinking, but that good wins over bad. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not all the way in. Right. You, you might need to sell me a little bit more, but I'm, I'm hearing you. Mm-hmm. And another thing too is it's again, it's the recall activity, right? So for example, one might ask Jen, how in the heck do you stay so positive? One of the things that helps me is when I'm going through something, I always ask myself, what am I going to learn from this? Because my hope is that this doesn't last mm-hmm. forever. At some point, I am going to get through this because that's what my history has shown me that I've been dealt certain things and I've been able to get through it and learn from it. Right. So that's just kind of what I hold on to is the things that I've been through and have been able to say, man, I remember when I didn't think I was going to get through it, but I did. And here I am. And this is that moment. What am I designed to learn from this? So are you going to grow from what you go to go through? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And another tip is so much, I think, as people, we focus on the negativity, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of focusing on, man, my husband woke me up in such a good mood. And that was so sweet, you know, the way he said good morning or Mm -hmm. morning huddle with my team. Just seeing those smiles was a positive thing. We want to point out the one person who was frowning during the huddle and didn't engage with me. Right. So or how I, I woke you up last week, <laughs> right? And it was the worst time exactly. you ever. Exactly. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And and Jen, I just really want to make sure the listeners understand. I'm not talking about that particular type of okay, not positivity. I'm just always aware. I can have a great time. We had an awesome time this weekend, and I didn't let none of that stuff come in and pull a, a dark cloud over our, mm-hmm. our our holiday or our weekend. What I did do, though, is I turned the off switch off. I turned it off. And I said, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not thinking about that. Mm. I'm going to have a good time with my wife. We're going to celebrate this 4th of July like we've never celebrated before. And we did. And we had a great time. And none of that stuff came in. As a matter of fact, I didn't look at social media or any news feeds until this morning. And that started on Thursday. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, so for those who want to get to know us more, and I hope you want to get to know us more, is during the day, you, Corey, will send me a text. Hey, watch this video. (laughs) And I'm going to be honest. It's like, oh, my gosh, but I'm having such a good day. What is this video about? (laughs) And what mindset is it going to get me in? Right. I didn't get one of those today. No. Because I have, I just completely and totally unplugged. And plan to have a, a good holiday weekend with no drama, no stress. I didn't know what was going on with the pandemic. I didn't know what was going on in the political world. I had no idea what was happening at all. I just knew I was having a great time. Every day, elevate. Every So we are back and we took a short break right there because, you know, we just ended on a very positive, upbeat note. 
And we didn't want to ruin that by saying, but this morning we woke up with dun, dun, dun. We, we, we just had a great weekend and Jen had a, a stressful day. So we decided let's have a good time with this podcast. And so not even today will I bring any dark clouds or any bad news into this podcast. Right. Well, I want to correction because I think people might team do listen to this podcast okay i didn't have a stressful day it was eventful you know what i mean well, all stress is not bad stress oh okay you know that you right? want to expand on that absolutely you know sometimes when you're about to take a a, a test or a quiz or you're about to do something a, a job interview for the job that you've been wanting for ever or the job of your dreams or you're about to buy the house of your dreams maybe even the car of your dreams it's stressful Mm-hmm. You want to get the right car payment, the right house payment. You want to get the test all the way right. That's good stress. Now, it's bad stress if you find yourself what they call ruminating, going crazy over something, or you're just pulling hairs or you need something to take so you can bring yourself down. And that's all that bad stress. And then that that's what gets us so worked up that we begin to have the bad attributes that come after it. Right. Let's talk about that for a second. That's that's an awesome segue into this side as we're talking about positivity, outlook, mindset, and all, right? What do you think is a good rule of thumb? Because I think it is healthy to experience the reality of what you're feeling at that time. Um, let's talk about maybe you and I have an argument and we don't see eye to eye. When? Okay, that sounded weird because I was trying to combine what and when together. Uh-huh, it sounds like what? <laughs> <laughs> but how much time do you allow yourself to go by before you address something that's bothering you? I personally have to process it first and foremost. Mm-hmm. After the whole process time has taken place, then I have to plan it. Mm-hmm. We need to have a conversation. And... And I don't tell you that. I'm telling myself that. Right. And then what I do is I take time to remove all the things that are not related to the problem that I feel that we're having. Mm. And then what I do is I structure the conversation technically in my mind like, okay, I'm not going to allow myself to veer off into this subject or that subject. I want to stay on point. I want to stay focused. And I don't want her to feel attacked. So I'm going to say this and allow her to respond and if she doesn't respond then i'll wait an appropriate amount of time and then i'll ask you know did you hear what i said i i I need to talk to you about a b or c and then i'll go at it like that and i know that's a lot to go into a conversation that could possibly turn into an argument but that's what i've learned in how to fight fair and how to be on equal ground when you're when you're having a conversation that that could be a little bit more volatile than a, a normal one it does sound like a lot, but it's so wise, you know, because I'll tell you my process. But real quick. I'm mad. Let's so, talk. So give me an average turnaround time. When you're upset with me, something's triggered. When do we actually have the conversation where you address it? Uh, Probably about a day or two. Yeah. I just really want to think about it. And that's such a good point because I'm going to tell you being raised in church. And if y'all know what I mean, go ahead and say amen wherever you're at, whether it be your car, your shower, ever. Um, growing up in a home where I grew up in church, it you know, the Bible says, don't let the sun set on your anger. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always thought, 
oh man, I gotta, you know, I gotta have this conversation before I go to sleep. Oh. Right? Yeah, seriously. Okay. So I never shared that with you. Well, now you know kind of why I am the way I am, although I'm trying to retrain myself to practice healthier um, concepts and healthier practices like you just shared, mm -hmm. the very detailed stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, because it's very thoughtful. My, my way was like, ooh, the Bible says, don't let the anger set them, don't let the sun set on my anger. I better fix this right now. Okay. And so there's no thinking process. So I, I hear what you're, you're saying. And uh -huh. I, I guess that makes a lot of sense. And you know, I'm a Bible kind of guy myself. And, and so I, I've heard that scripture before. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean I have to be angry all day long or even right. into the night. As a matter of fact, there, there's scriptures that talk about you know, being angry and sinning not, if we're harboring that within ourselves. I mean, and that, that goes so many different ways, but yeah, now I get it. Yeah, it makes sense. Right. So meaning you can let it go without having the conversation. That's what you mean. And then like plan out what this looks like. Yeah. So there can be a positive outcome. Right. That's why when I typically start a conversation, I'm not mad. It's not like, Oh, we got to have this conversation now. It's like, okay, I've thought about this. I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm in a better state of mind. Right. Cause I, I know that feeling of intense stress and just overworked. And I yeah. hate that feeling. I've never liked that feeling when you just like so heightened that, you know, you feel like you're going to bust a capillary or something like that, you know? Right. And then the silly part of it too. So you take that Bible verse and then in my mind, you take this other concept. Can we all just get along? So now, <laughs> so now my objective in all of it is to make sure it happens before the sun sets and to just get along. Oh, wow. Um, but I've learned through time and with you that you are important for me. I'm sorry, let me say that again. You are important to me mm -hmm. enough for me to have the long conversations yeah. to really get to the root cause so we don't have to do this over and over again. My way, guaranteed, 100%, you will end up having the same argument, the same feelings because nothing really got fixed. So I'm saying this, positive outlook, but be realistic and allow the time to heal. But before healing, you've got to have those conversations. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what that makes me. A positive realist? Mm, I guess you could say that. I mean, I, what I what I can say for sure. I, I don't know what, what that makes you. I, I know that makes you a good wife. Yeah, who cares about a label? Ooh, yeah. I like a good wife. And you're a good wife. Thanks. Uh, because you're very... I don't want to say easy. I want to say... You're quick to acknowledge when there's something not quite right. Right. And so even though you may not have approached it the proper way, which is not very often, but when, when you have approached it in a very offbeat manner, you're quick to say, and my words are colorful today, so. I like it. <laughs> uh, you're quick to come back and say, hey, you know what? I may have approached that wrong. My bad. I'm sorry. Not Didn't intend for it to turn right. out that way. And that's more comforting in the way I approach it. Because if you, if I approach it the way I approach it and it's like the door is slammed in my face and you're not getting any kind of compromise or anything and that's it. Right. It will change the way you uh, approach an argument or a discussion. Sure. 
But you know what? I think I'm able to pinpoint like, okay, yeah, you're right. I do need to change that because again, my perspective is always what am I going to learn from this? And I'm excited for the ways it's going to make me grow, right? The beautiful thing too is because you allow for time, I'm able to process what I've said and done and be like, (laughs) if he points that out, I'm just going to go ahead and confess to it. If he doesn't point it out, I'm not saying anything. Right. But that's the beautiful thing about that. If I were to approach something right when it bothers me, that's when it gets volatile, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm in my feelings. Yeah. And as in ENFP, and if you're interested, guys, in getting um, MBTI training or coaching, please contact me. I would love to do that with you. But because I'm a feeler and extroverted on top of that, it goes berserko. Like, yeah. you know, and so I know that I need to hold back. And I've learned to hold back. In fact, I count to 10 slowly. Very slowly. And I've learned something about myself, too. I am just as much of a feeler as you are, probably even more so at times. But because of my thought process, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't allow it to show that I'm feeling as much as I'm actually feeling. I just simply think it out first. Exactly. And so as we come to a close on this, I think it's so important that we as people recognize who we are and how we're naturally made. I love our original design. Our creator knows best. Mm. And we tend to steer from the natural ways we look at things, you know, for Ooh, the most be part. careful the ground you tread I on. know. I know. Why? Well, Wait, I don't know. What do you mean? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that are natural. And there are a lot of things that are unnatural. Some people don't right. like natural. Some people like the unnatural things. And sure. So, they take offense if, you know, and I'm not p- placing judgment on either side of it. I'm just simply saying some people do not like natural. But here's to positivity and realism. <laughs> and I don't know. You guys tell us. What do you think is is a natural way for us as humans? Do we tend to go positive or do we tend to be pessimistic and want to just point out the negative? Let us know what you guys think again. We are not scientists, doctors. We're people who learn from people. Which I think is a whole lot better than a scientist or a doctor anyway, but that's just my opinion. (laughs) Well, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Elevate. Every day.